Hey guys, Luke here. In today's podcast, we are talking about the Apple Vision Pro. We might actually have a release date for that, which is awesome. We've also got an update that is rolling out to anyone that has an S22. So if you've got the Samsung S22 range, which is either the Ultra, the S22 Plus, or just the standard S22, there is an update rolling out for that that you definitely want to get. And also guys, I found some really good discounts uh, on some flip phones. So if you're looking to upgrade and you're thinking about a flip phone, there is one that's got a really heavy discount that I recommend you check out. I'll talk to you about that at the end of the podcast. But first, let's talk about the Apple Vision Pro uh, and potentially a release date and some other exciting news. Let's jump in. All right, guys. So Apple Vision Pro, uh, it's, it's kind of one of those devices that um, has a lot of hype around it. It definitely looks really cool. Like there's a lot of functionality and features and the operating system itself looks really interesting. Very, very expensive, uh, $3,500 in the US, which probably translates to about $5,000 here in Australia. Uh, is it the kind of device that I would go out and buy? Probably not. And uh, as much as I can see that there's going to be a really bright future for it and the fact that Apple is allowing all of the apps that we know and love to be integrated with the Apple Vision Pro, I don't think that it's... Um, a device that I potentially would go and, and buy myself. I can see it being used uh, obviously for gaming and I can see it being used for people that uh, do a lot of multi-window tasks. When I think about it and I think about the person that's using it, I see somebody that's got like 10 different windows open and loves the idea of just being able to look around with their head and look at different windows and work in that particular window and then move their head and swipe a screen away and you know then you're doing some coding and then you've got you know uh, an iMessage open over here you've got Safari open over here and you're just quickly and easily moving around desktop applications um, that's kind of the person I see it being used for here's here's the thing guys uh, right now there was no really uh, solid release date for the device. I was looking at an article today over on GSM Arena, which is a great website that I really love. And uh, according to Bloomberg's Mark Gurman, who often has a lot of really good uh, leaks and information, it says that the device is set to debut somewhere around March. So the I think the initial release was going to be about January but um, probably due to all the constraints with chips and, and testing and software and just making sure that they get it right, um, it turns out that it's probably going to be a little bit later in March. Uh, it says that the Apple, Apple will sell the Vision Pro by appointment in its retail stores and on its website. It won't be available with any third-party partners and Apple wants to carefully curate the rollout of the Vision Pro. The reason I think they're probably going to do that is because there's a lot of adjustments and making sure that the device is working with you in in the way that, you know, it's tracking your eyes, it's comfortable, if you have any kind of prescription glasses, 
just to make sure that all of the motion gestures and even just some training, I think training around how to use it and get the most out of it and to use like all the different dials and uh, how the speakers work um, and like all the different tap gestures and using the keyboard. I feel like there's going to be a lot of people out there that are probably pretty intrigued by the device and really just kind of want like that more personal touch um, in how to actually get the most out of this thing. Um, for a lot of people, I can imagine that it could potentially be a game changer. Being able to have a highly powered headset that you can sit on the couch and do all of your day-to-day -day work with uh, could be definitely something that interests a lot of people. Probably the thing I don't really like the most about it is just the fact that you've got to have like a cord that sort of dangles down the back with some sort of like power pack. Um, there hasn't been a lot of information around that power pack yet. I think, correct me if I'm wrong here, guys, I might get this wrong, but I think there was two different power pack models uh, announced that basically give you different like power settings. So one might give you three hours of battery and the larger one might give you five hours of battery. More than likely, this will probably be the, the thing that all the third party partners will get on board and create their own versions of. Um, maybe they'll have like larger packs. They might have ones that show you the battery percentage on them, ones that you can do a hot swap and they have like a cradle or something like that. That's typically what tends to happen with Apple products after they get released. So yeah, it's such an interesting device. Like I really can see what Apple is doing with it. I love the approach they've taken with the apps. I think that that is definitely the thing that sets it apart from like the Meta, the Oculus, the HTC, all these other different VR, AR headsets. If you get a, a device like this that has access to like millions of apps out of the box and they work properly and you can interact with them seamlessly, it could be a massive game changer. It could set Apple well and truly ahead of the competition. So, um, it's, again, it's just that price, man. It's just so expensive. <laughs> $5,000 for a device like this is pretty crazy. All right, let's move on, guys, because uh, there's some other really cool things happening in the tech world at the moment. So let's move on to uh, the S22, now getting a really massive update, um, and I'll talk you through that. All right, guys, so if you're not familiar, about two weeks ago, Samsung officially released One UI 6.0. And uh, One UI 6.0 is built on Android 14. It brings with it a whole heap of new features and functionality. Uh, there's a bit of a, an overhaul of the look and feel, and uh, it's definitely a welcome change. I think uh, this is definitely Samsung's best attempt at taking stock Android and really adding in meaningful updates and changes and apps and uh, just improving the overall look and feel of the UI. So uh, what you can do right now is if you go to YouTube, you look up One UI 6.0, you will see that running on the S23 range. So you'll see it on the S23 Ultra, the S23 Plus, and the stock standard S23. The good news is if you have an S22, so the model before, you can now go and install uh, One UI 6.0 on that device. However, it's just, I'm going to put an asterisk there. Samsung isn't like Apple. They don't do a worldwide rollout of their 
um, updates, they do it in regions. So they might do like China and then they might do, I don't know, like the US and Canada and stuff like that. And then they'll do maybe uh, Europe and then they'll do Australia and New Zealand. They don't do it in one go. The reason for that is Android is probably a little bit more complicated in the way it is set up and how it works in different regions. iPhone, they generally just have one update. They roll it out across multiple devices. So just be aware of that. You will get the update eventually if you've got the S22 um, or the Ultra or the Plus or just yeah, base S22, you will get it. Um, but yeah, there's just... For me personally, when I look at all the really cool things built into the new update of One UI 6.0, the thing I really like above all the cool stuff there is the new slide down um, quick settings. So for a long time, uh, Samsung had always kind of tweaked the quick settings to their own, what would you say, look and feel. And generally, it looked pretty good. I, I kind of leaned more towards stock Android. I still do like st stock Android a lot, but I feel like Samsung really, really thought a lot about how could they make the notifications slide down more intuitive, give you access to things like um, the brightness slider or the quick settings that you might need. And out of the box, when you update to One UI 6.0, uh, you're not gonna actually get all the functionality that the notification tray can give you, what you actually need to do to get the most out of it is go to the Samsung um, Galaxy Store and you need to download an app. It's called GoodLock and it's free. And basically when you do that, there's a whole heap of additional things that you can install on your Galaxy using the GoodLock app. So you can change like uh, the always on display, the notification tray. There's just a whole heap of really cool things you can do. Um, even the way like you receive notifications and you can make the screen light up. You can, um, yeah, there's a lot you can do with the always on display. You can set up like your own design if that's something you want to do. Um, yeah, so I recommend if you are going to get one, uh, one UI 6.0 that you go and get that update uh, for good luck because it is definitely um, some additional stuff that you can really customize and make it look your own on the S22. All right, let's move on to our final topic. So guys, about 10 years ago, I used to work in a phone shop and I used to sell phones to people and sign them up on mobile plans and help them with all their kind of tech stuff. Um, it was a really fun job. I actually really liked it a lot and I got to play with all the, the new phones and new technology whenever it came out. Um, and one of the phones that I always really liked and I thought was miles ahead of the competition in terms of setting the benchmarks was uh, actually Motorola. So the original Razer was uh, a really cool handset. Anyway, uh, as you guys are probably well aware, the new Motorola Razer has been out for a little while now. We've got the Razer 40 and then the Razer 40 Plus, which is actually called the Ultra depending on what region you're in. Uh, when it came out, it was 999 in the US, which uh, considering the price of the Samsung Flips and Oppos and a few others was pretty competitive, I think. It got pretty good reviews. It's fast. It's got decent cameras. The um, AMOLED panel on the inside is also really good. Uh, but right now, 
for the Black Friday weekend, you can actually go and get 30% off the handset, which drops the price down to $6.99. I think that for that price, it's definitely up there with being one of the best flip phones that you can get right now. Um, personally, I really like Motorola software. I think that it's uh, very close to stock Android. They don't really change it too much. It's fast. It's fluid. It generally gets updates pretty quickly. Um, I quite like the outside screen that you get on the Razer. For a little while there, it was the biggest one you could get until Samsung updated their flip. But you can interact with the outside screen. There's like mini apps and you've got a keyboard and you can do a lot of stuff with that outside screen. So if you're looking for a flip phone and you want to get one at a really heavily discounted price, I'll leave the link. I'll leave the Amazon link in the show notes. Um, if you do go through that, I get a small kickback. So thank you for that. If not, yeah, jump over to Amazon and you can uh, snap up a real bargain on the Motorola Razr Plus or the Ultra, depending on where you're from. All right, guys, thank you so much. The podcast is growing and uh, it's just so much fun. I really enjoy making these podcasts for people. So I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Cheers.